Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself congratulations to the florida gator baseball team on your historic run in omaha from your friends at tri-eagle sales and bud light the official beer sponsor of the florida gators a record-setting historic season that no one will ever forget so thank you for a tremendous year. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right welcome in to another edition of the tailgate jeff is out of town today he's actually watching his son pitch baseball and i am here with robert andrew better known as Ra. Robert hey. Albert Andrew to you. Yeah, Robert Albert Andrew. We're so sorry, Robbie Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. All right, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Obviously, the beginning of SEC Media Days today. I watched every minute of it because I'm just that much of a loser, I think. I haven't watched any of it. I watched it all. I watched Kelly. Uh, Kelly was pretty good, to be honest with you. I watched uh, Jimbo, and now Eli Drinkwitz is up there. I saw where Florida's been given less than 1% chance to win the uh, conference title. Yeah. Okay. Makes what, sense. Less than 1%, you know. <laughs> um, but the news that came out today, which really I guess is like the worst-kept secret, but I wasn't aware of it. But so I saw some guys tweeting this out that the FCC Media Days next year will be in Dallas. Yeah. We had heard about that. Now with Texas Oklahoma coming on board, it makes sense. Yeah. Me. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. I, I mean, this goes back to three or four years ago. We had heard that that it was going to end up going to Dallas one year. Yeah, they were talking about moving around to different locations yeah. every year. So, so my first reaction was, well, just for Texas A&M, is that an? I mean, that seems a little bit much. Okay, so now Texas, but. To me, it seems a little bit much to do it the first year Texas gets in. Yeah. It's almost like the SEC. Well, it's a welcoming to, type thing. Well, but Welcome I think they're, they're taunting a little bit, too. Yeah. They're saying, oh, we'll have our SEC media days in since we own this state now. Yeah, we'll our stamp here. We've got our footprint here. So, 
I will say this, though. It's, it's going to be held at the Omni, and I have stayed at the Omni. I stayed there one year for uh, basketball uh, in Dallas, and I'm trying to remember the uh, – oh, it was the year Florida got destroyed by Michigan in the sweet – or the Elite Eight. Oh, they yeah, beat yeah. Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. And then got hammered. By, and Michigan had seven NBA players. They were loaded, yeah. no question. Seven guys who played for a while in the NBA. Uh, that's how good they were. It was like watching men against boys. And um, and it was also very weird because that was my first exposure in a long time to a stadium where it was a football stadium and you were literally sitting way down. Down, yeah. And, and I hadn't been, that hadn't happened in a while. So that was weird because the previous basketball championships were at. Um, well, I know one was in um, one was in New Orleans, which was wasn't in the uh, Superdome. One was in well, remember they had three in a row that they they played. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that Omni is really nice. It's almost enough to yeah. make me want to go. Can't drive there then. You can't. You can't drive there. We probably wouldn't have driven to Nashville either. No, we wouldn't. Have. That was a part of the good part of going up to Hoover was being able to drive. Make a road trip out of it. A little it. short seven-hour drive? Yeah, wasn't bad. <laughs> well, because you were driving. I, but that, I haven't watched any of it. I don't miss this at all, going there, doing that. Here's what I do miss some things about it. Uh, the one thing I really miss is the nights and hanging around with a bunch of guys uh, and girls. Telling and war he, stories. Just telling war <laughs> stories and, and finding out what the teams were really all about. And then um, – and having a good time, and I, I told uh, on my podcast uh, on uh, Friday, I told the uh, Leonard Skinner story. That was a good one. Well, that was good. Um, but I mean, there were there are so many moments like that. Um, in fact, I was thinking about one. Well, we talked about this the other day when we had to walk to that one restaurant, and, and there it's like I've said, Hoover's a town. They don't have sidewalks yeah, for guys. They yeah. don't have sidewalks. No. So we were literally taking our lives in our hands. And sweating our way to the restaurant. That's right. And then we got there. And I remember this was a moment when I said, Pat, you've got to stop. and You've got to start losing some weight. Because I ordered chicken wings and a hamburger. Solid. Both. <laughs> and that's that was, I think, the beginning of me starting to. That was to, only a two-course meal, Pat. What was the problem? <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> There weren't any calories in it. No, no fat grams either. Yeah, I'll never forget that moment where I went, you know, this is not right, Pat. And plus, I'm walking in flip-flops in the dark yeah. back from that place. So what was better, the hamburger or the wings? I don't recall. Um, I know that we, you and I used to love going to the, uh, was, it, was it Outback over there in Hoover? No. No, there was one. Texas Montana Grill. Yeah, we went there, but there was an, I think there was an Outback there too for a while. We went there a couple of times. Anyway, that was the best part is when you get done with work and you can just have fun and talk to people. And, and it was just always hilarious, you know, we, yeah. the jokes and everything that would go run around. What I don't miss are the questions. Oh, my God. And In the boredom. The, uh, it it just, I got bored today. And, and one time I had to turn it off because a guy asked, Jimbo about losing to Alabama by a point last year, and I said, "Didn't they beat Alabama last year?" No, not it Jimbo. Was the year before, uh, Brian Kelly. Yeah, Brian they Kelly beat Alabama. Yeah, and I went, "I think you guys won that game." 
and uh, I just went, ah, I'm done. Yeah, and, and it's like a lot of these a lot of these writers, or you know, this is their one chance to be on TV, so they stand up and they go, oh, Joe Smith from the Jonesville Gazette, uh, <laughs> Coach, welcome to Nashville. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> when Joe Gervin did that, who did he do that to? Ron no, somebody I, did it. I think it was after, no, it was definitely Joe Gervin. I think it was, <clears throat> it might have been Muschamp. But it may have been, I don't remember who it was. But it was Steve like, Russell did it with Zook. You did. Welcome back. First Gainesville. of all, Ron, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> You're not friends, okay? <laughs> um, but it, I do miss parts of it. I wonder if it's cold in that room like it was in. Remember, that used to be un- brutal. Bianchi, remember him sitting there going, I'm freezing to death. <laughs> he, and he, he wore like sweats, multiple sweatshirts yeah. one year. To go in there because, of course, Bianchi takes two hours to write 10, ten words. He does. He's he's, he, cra- he crafts, though, Pat. He does. That's why he's got a better job than I do, which is a job versus no job. Yeah. All right. We'll be here all day, and we'll talk about the SEC. And, uh, and again, I'm not a big fan of them going to Dallas. I understand the, the logic behind it. But to me, it, it's kind of ridiculous. It's not in the SEC. I know that there are two teams in the SEC now that are from Texas, but it's it's it the footprint I know is expanding. But to me, to give it to Texas right yeah. away yeah. when they come into the league, that's because you're you're what an hour and a half from Austin, I think. Yeah. Because I know that your friend and mine, Kevin Brockway, and I made that drive one year. K bro. Florida won the first two games in Austin, and then went to that was the year they and they went to Dallas. So whatever year that was. Um, but so far, nothing really exciting. Uh, I guess the big news today was that Clark Lee got an extension through that, through three twenty thirty, right? Yeah, twenty twenty nine. Oh, tw- okay, twenty twenty. And that's what happens when you beat the Gators, man. Yeah. You get you get an extension. You get props, baby. Yeah, I've got something that uh, Gator fans probably want to check out. Maybe they already have, but uh, Zach Albaverde posted a thing on. Graham Burt's highlight tape. I saw it. It was impressive, but it, it was a highlight tape. And if you, yeah, I never, yeah. I never trust highlight tapes. But if you notice, almost all those touchdowns came against who was who they who was Northwestern was Northwestern. They threw five against Northwestern. Yeah, um, and he looked good though. But Northwestern yeah. was one and. I think Gator 10. fans would be excited if they watched that just to see that what he's capable of doing. He's got some more strength and and and. You know, Seth was just asking me if if I thought it was locked in who the starter was going to be. I go for the opener. I think it is. I think it is too. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to go in there with the guys who haven't played in big games, and and Jack Miller really hasn't done that. No, um, certainly the bowl game was not a big game. There weren't a lot of <laughs> no, people. No, it there. wasn't. No, um, but I mean, you want a veteran guy in yeah, there. Yeah, he's played in the Big Ten for th- what two, three years. So he's been to the Big House. Yep. He's been to Ohio State. He's played in a lot of <coughs> big games, and they didn't always work out for him. But it'll be and, interesting. And his quarterback IQ off the charts, according to Napier. I'm, yeah, I mean, look, that's good. Here's my thing: I, I go back and forth on Florida, and I'm sure that after Wednesday, when Billy talks, I'm going to go, "Yeah, you know what? I think they're going to be all right." Because everybody, you get the feeling with everybody out there when the, the I, coach talks. When Brian Kelly got done, I went, "They they may win the national championship." So. Well, they're 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 definitely talented. Jimbo Jimbo was very he was a very slow talker early. Yeah, 
in the thing. And, he picked um, it up? Well, and he was talking about Terry Price, who passed yeah. away, which was real tragic, you know. And so he was very slow, and then it started going, and I was just thinking about those poor ladies. He's a nightmare to transcribe. <laughs> Transcribing really that tape live for ASAP, and then... Like somebody like Edgar probably walks up to him and at some point goes, "What are you guys getting this out?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember one time I had to cover a, like a seminal booster thing in Ocala, and I spoke to him afterwards. I had to transcribe his tape. And it was like, oh my god, <laughs> and it was like you know eight o'clock at night, and I'm going, well, I'm never getting out of here. I remember one year I think it was they had Jimbo and Orgeron back to back, and they were like they, afterwards I, they, they were all the the people that did the ASAP, and I, usually it's a a group of about four that do it. They probably wanted to head to the bar. They right were away. in the bar and they were drinking shots and they just wanted to get get to sleep because they had been <laughs> worn out. Um, Those two will do it to you. But um, you know, it, it I, when people refer to it as the start of football season, I I've never have. I don't think it is. I mean, no, it's, it's still middle of July. It's two weeks before you start practice. Yeah. So the start of football season is when you start practice, yeah. but. It is at least something to talk about, and we'll talk about um, what you think is going to happen with uh, with the polls that come out and all the uh, all SEC and all that stuff. I think it comes out. I don't know if they've changed that up, Robbie. Didn't it usually come out on the Wednesday? Well, no, now it comes out like on Friday. Yeah, it comes out after we left. It comes that's out right. after we leave now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we'll see who who ends up. I th- I think Florida's going to end up fifth. I think that's pretty obvious now. But um, that's fine. Napier's happy with that, probably. I think it gives him chip on the shoulder, chip, motivation. Let's go. Chip on the old block. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that works out. And uh, but I I, I want to hear from you guys, Gator fans, three nine two eight two five five, or other fans, fans of other of programs. We are happy to talk to you today, Robbie, Andrew, and Pat Dooley. Right now, we have to take our first break of the day. Then we'll come back, and we will talk about. Tennessee's punishment or lack of it for a billion. They committed more crimes against the NCAA than Charlie Pell. Yeah, they did. Did you see where Proof did it at Alabama that his lawyer showed proof of it? His his bank accounts and all that? Yeah. So he was handing out cash at Alabama. They They were just, he... He should never be allowed to coach in college again. He's got a six-year show cause. But we'll talk about he what could they, be ahead of somebody's NIL. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I got it right here. And out the cash. Here you go. How much you need? A million? Here it is. I got it in change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We'll come back and we'll talk about that. What they did and didn't get. And uh, I know this was from last early late last week, but we uh, we have been on since then, so we'll talk about it. When we return, you are listening to The Tailgate here on ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, Gainesville. I'm Steve Heineman. The Florida Gators football team made the trek to Nashville for SEC Media Days, which begin today. Head coach Billy Napier will be speaking on Wednesday. Two key players in the Tampa Bay Rays lineup make their returns tonight in time for a series against the Texas Rangers. All-star first baseman Yandy Diaz is back from paternity leave, and ace pitcher Shane McClanahan is off the I.L. to make the start. Coverage of that game begins right here at 7.30. The Marlins also play tonight. They are beginning a series in St. Louis with the Cardinals after being swept by the Orioles over the weekend. 
young lefty Jesus Lusardo will be towing the rubber for Miami. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Heineman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Melvin Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You say you love me. I, I certainly should never try to sing a Queen song. No, no Because nobody... One of the greatest voices uh, ever compared I, to yours. I think the... <laughs> so you're saying on a 1 to 10 scale, Freddie Mercury would be a 10 and I would be a 1? I would give you maybe a 1.85. Actually, you're probably better than that. Is that the over-under on Florida? When you wins? did Jethro Tull. I was good then, yeah. yeah. I was still young. And you were loaded, so it came out really good. Plus, I the theatrics is what got people. Yeah. You had a broom or a... What did you have? For a, the flute. I had a plunger. <laughs> For some reason, there was a plunger at the Palms Hotel. You were Hotel, playing the plunger. And I was just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back here. 392-8255 if you want to get a call in. I did want to talk to Robbie about Tennessee's penalties, which, of course, are going to pay almost $9 million. Lose scholarships. Here's a question I've got. Where is the $9 million going? I don't know. Who gets it? Where, I, you're right. Where is it I going? I would assume the NCAA will take that and put it into some sort a of charity fund. or something. Yeah. I don't know what they do with that. Kind yeah, of that's money. a good question. Um, but they, I'm, I was okay with the no bowl ban because you shouldn't punish the well. That's what I want to ask you about. Yeah, and coaches for what happened from with another staff. You can't. And it feels like we're at the end of bowl bans. That's never going to yeah. happen. Yeah, I don't. NCAA think, no. bans aren't going to happen. Uh, the powerless, toothless. Uh, NCAA is not going to do those kind of things. And, yeah, I was – I'm one of those guys that was kind of hoping Tennessee would get it. But if you get away from it, logically, it's stupid. Yeah. Right? And we, But we've been saying it's stupid for decades. Yeah. But to me, it's a pretty severe penalty, and it doesn't – and it does punish the current staff because of the scholarship cuts. But I think that letting them go to a bowl is fine. I've got no problem with that. Well, the problem is that if they're good enough, it's not just a bowl. I know. You're right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the whole thing of punishing current players for former players' problems. Now, I, my curiosity is this. So, Heupel's been there two years, right? Yeah. So, Pruitt was a coach there three years ago. There's got to be players on that team that he There, there sure, certainly are, I'm sure. So, um I mean, are they looking into any of those guys, or if did they take money? Should they, should they not be penalized? I don't know the answer to that. But um, he handed out a lot, apparently. So it's unbelievable um, to think about what he was doing—just basically going to the bank, getting a bunch of hundreds, and giving them to parents and family. And I've never—I I know that there has been terrible cheating in college football. I've never seen anything quite like that. I mean, even Charlie Pell, and what would he have? A hundred and seven infractions. Yeah, and a lot of them were just things like like, fifty something were major. I think. Yeah, but I mean, because he sent a guy to spy on on practices for another team, and (laughs) that was just incredible, really. And but they weren't like just handing guys cash. They were they were like I remember sitting with. (laughs) This is a great story. I'm sitting with. with Jeff Miller, and we're waiting for Lomas Brown to come out. And Lomas Brown comes out, and I said, all right, it's your interview. I'm going to walk away. I don't want to. But when he got done, he goes, you won't believe what he just told me. 
I said, what? He said, I asked him, I said, did you ever get like a, sell your tickets to boosters for a lot more money? He goes, oh yeah, I did that all the time. I, he goes, well, I think I know what my lead is. Yeah, really. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I love Lomas to death. I still think Lomas ought to be in the ring of honor, but. I mean, that was the kind of stuff that was going on, the $100 handshakes yeah. and stuff like that. But Charlie learned from the king, from Bear Bryant. He did. That, from Alabama. That's where he got it all from. But it is just amazing when you read, the more you read about it. And, of course, it didn't, uh, one reason they didn't get a bull ban is they got the Tennessee Attorney General invo- involved. Yeah, he stepped in. Who stepped in and said, uh, I'm going to sue you guys, the NCAA, if you if you." And go he probably this. win. Yeah. And um, so that was a factor. And then... Um, they also, I, th- I just don't think they're going to do that anymore with, with programs. And again, no. it's, I, I, I'm with you. I totally agree. You shouldn't ban players from playing in a bowl game yeah. who had nothing to do with the infractions. Yeah. But what is going to hurt them the most? Scholarship cuts, cutting back on official visits, you know, that's going to impact a little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, whenever I he- see scholarship cuts, I'm always curious how much it's going to affect them. And we know that uh, Galen Hall got destroyed by it. I yeah. mean, Galen Hall would would have been the coach here for a long time, and unfortunately, it would have meant we n- might not have seen Steve Spurrier. I know. But if he doesn't have those uh, cuts and and scholarships and and being on probation and not being, so they were not were they not eligible for bowls in eighty eighty five? They weren't eighty five. They eighty four. They weren't. Yeah, eighty four, eighty five. Well, why weren't they in eighty four? Because I guess the, it had come down, but they didn't. They hadn't stripped them yet of the SEC no. championship. That came in Destin. And then '85, and then '86, they didn't go to a bowl. '87, they went to the uh, Hawaii Bowl, the Aloha Bowl. Aloha Bowl, yeah. God, can you imagine? We sent Bobby Tyler over there for that, <laughs> and Jack couldn't go. I remember Jack was not happy about it. But why uh, couldn't Jack go? Well, he just couldn't afford it. Yeah. And this was when papers were printing money. Oh, I know. But to send two guys over to Hawaii for a week, we just weren't going to do that. That expense check must have been huge. I don't think it was that bad, believe it or not. I don't think he did a whole lot when he was over there. Um, but, I mean, you think of the hotel rooms, the yeah. flight. No, I know. And then I know they were in the Freedom Bowl in 80. Was it eight. 80, 8 or 89? What was it? Oh, 89 was the Anaheim Bowl. Yeah. So they did go to three bowl games there. But if they didn't lay down the law on Galen. If they had taken the same approach here, um, not banning him from bowl games, who knows? Yeah, in 88 they played Illinois in the bowl game and Jeff George. Yeah, Jeff George was awful in that game. Yeah. It was Huey cold. Richardson ate his lunch. Yeah. Didn't didn't Emmett run for a touchdown like the first play of the game? I think he did, Like 45-yard yeah. touchdown yeah. or something? First play that Florida had. Were you at that game? No, I watched it. I was in Fort Lauderdale at the time. Yeah, I didn't go. I watched on TV. I'm trying to think. I don't think I went to any of those bowl games. No. I covered the Freedom Bowl, though. You did? Yeah, I was out there for the Sun Sentinel, and the Spurrier stuff was all breaking yeah, at the time. it was. So, yeah, it was kind of a busy time. I remember we would I would call Spurrier almost every day. Yeah. And I wouldn't even – I was the editor. I wasn't even a writer. I just wanted to stay on the story, and, and I would call him, and finally he just goes – I know you're looking for scoop, but just <laughs> I'm not going to give you anything. So <laughs> that's um, funny. Yeah, he's uh, that was interesting. All right, let's go ahead and get a call in. Uh, Tennessee Mike's on the line. What's up, Mike? Y'all there? Yep. Yeah. Hey, Robbie Cattleman, checking in with you. How you been? Good. How are you? 
Uh, great. Hey, guys, I'm a second-hour caller, but with Tennessee stuff, I figured I'd get on in here. And I was wanting to quiz you all about SEC Media Day stories, maybe throw a little of that at you all. But, um, hey, Robbie, I know uh, slow season coming up here. You're retired and all that. Um, I'd like to see you work. When we get football season going, I'm sure Jess trucking. Or maybe, it sounds like he's got some stuff going on at the golf course. But uh, I'd like to see you get pretty – you know, do a, do a, be pretty active for football season. I always enjoy when you're in there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I probably will be, Pat. There's usually opportunity. I don't, I don't think you've been invited yeah. yet. <laughs> well, you, the, yeah. the best opportunity is going to be Fridays when Jeff's gone on the road. Yeah, when he the road games, I'll probably be fr- Friday. I'll be an option yeah. at least. Yeah, okay. Well, I did was going to quiz you on some SEC Media Day stories. I'll start with that real quick. Um, you know, every now and then you see a clown show type thing or whatever. I never forget the year Kiffin showed up at a SEC Media Days. Pat, you were probably there, um, and that had been probably a month or two after he had kind of taken a dig or two at a herb on the booster circuit, and he took a risk on a dude on a sexual thing and. He got some vicious questions. If you, I don't know if you can find it. The internet has about everything. If you want to see so a real good welcome to SEC Media Days, look at the treatment Kiffin got his first appearance uh, there. Pretty ugly stuff. Well, I was there, and I think I asked one of those questions. So, yeah, I don't I'm really remember. I, I was no, I remember too, it was New Keith Richardson was the guy. Yeah, that was the yeah. guy from Florida. Well, well, yeah, Who never played? I don't think for him. Never played it down. I don't think he did. Yeah, he? yeah. There was there was that, but there was also he took a risk on a dude on a sexual thing, an in-state player, like a lot of schools do. But um, he got some pretty vicious questions to this day. I don't think I've ever seen more vicious questions than what Kiffin got. You know, here, here a dude is coming in out of California, Pete Carroll's assistant, and got kicked in the nuts about ten times at media days. Yeah, well, he deserves some of it. I mean, he he didn't deserve – he shouldn't have been taking those shots at, at Urban. Um, and I think that that's one reason he got so many of them. But, I mean, you know, it, it's not a – I've got a million great memories or memories from SEC media days. That's not one of them. My, my, I think my favorite one still is uh, – Fulmer? Fulmer. Yeah. <laughs> With – the speaker phone. Video conference. And, and, the, and, yeah. and the cameraman taking the pictures of the video. Of the, co- of the, of the phone. <laughs> the phone. Yeah, well, that, that yeah, was I didn't hilarious. Think about that. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the NCAA stuff. I didn't even think about that. I don't think Kiffin was lying on the booster circuit. We all know what these coaches do with, on the booster circuit. But let's don't forget the um, SEC revolves around Alabama. It's always been a joke. The SEC media days were in Hoover all those years. Yeah. And that's just another example. If the uh, yeah, if, but you know what I think? Days. I think it's more about where the SEC office is located than anything else. That's yeah, yeah. that's why yeah, they yeah. had it there. Yeah, I, I know, but it's easy to poke at Fulmer, and I'll do it a million times too. But let's don't forget if the SEC office wasn't in Hoover, Alabama, or in Birmingham, and you had scumbag uh, Alabama lawyers harassing Fulmer, it would have been a normal media days. But twenty years later, I guess it's just a punchline because most people weren't there, right, Pat? Well, yeah, I was there, and I will tell you this. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But um, I would think you and all Tennessee fans would be mad at Fulmer right now after all this stuff has come yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I want to get into the NCAA stuff. But let's, let's don't forget, um, uh, Spurrier stood up to Mike Dubose and talked about the cheating going on at Jacksonville Bowes, Bowles. Yeah, he did. But, uh, but Liebom was scared of Spurrier and chose to villainize Fulmer. Imagine if it wouldn't be so funny at SEC Media Days if Spurrier got, uh, showed up and got sued, would it? Well, he would have to cheat to do that, and he didn't do that. No, 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 no. Liebom villainized Fulmer on that stuff with all the Alabama Dubo stuff, and Spurrier got a pass because uh, Liebom was in Spurrier's back pocket or vice versa. But that's memory lane. Hey, guys, I, I didn't know what you're talking about. 
No, I'm saying, you know, you're talking, you're telling these old stories about former not showing up at media days because of Tommy Guy and those dumb subpoenas and lie bomb and all that. Uh, and nothing to do with Paul Spurrier yeah. got totally a pass on all that. When Alabama was down there buying players at Jacksonville Bowes and Spurrier called the Bowes out about it, nobody tried to boomerang on Spurrier. Feinbaum left him alone, tried to bully old Fulmer, make Fulmer the boogeyman, and Spurrier got a complete pass when Spurrier called him out, just like Fulmer did for cheating in me. Why, why would you? Why would anybody care whether you called a guy well, no, out no, no, in a no, private no, meeting? Say, in a private meeting? No, 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 no. I'm trying to say it's funny when Fulmer gets a subpoena dropped in his lap in Hoover, Alabama. It wouldn't be so funny as Spurrier did. There you go. On that. Well, you would hey, have to have done something to get a subpoena. Well, yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like getting lied about by a fine bomb for like three years. But anyway, and that's mm-hmm. memory lane. Hey, guys, let me ask you a question you about Jeremy Pruitt real quick. Yeah, yeah, let me ask you a question about Jeremy Pruitt here, guys, real quick. Okay, where all was Pruitt all those years? Alabama, Georgia, Florida State. I'm sure maybe you're leaving out a spot or two. Are we led to believe that Jeremy Pruitt just shut up in Knoxville and started cheating? No. He was doing in Alabama. I mean, there's proof that he was in Alabama, so... I wonder if that's ever going to come back and get Alabamans. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming out here later after the fact here, guys. Adam Sparks is getting a lot of the attention about Tennessee and paid some players some walking around money and they signed with Georgia. Are we led to believe dudes are turning down thousands of dollars from Tennessee to sign with Georgia for free? No, I I, I agree with you. That. I, I wonder what's going on there, too, with, with all that. People have always questioned yeah. you know, Kirby was in Alabama for a long time, and that is a place where there's been a lot of – Shady stuff going on over the years, all the way back to Bear Bryant, yeah. like we talked about earlier. Uh, I'm hearing a guy, uh, I have to shoot you the deal about it, guys, but I'm hearing about $700,000 worth of money that Georgia's paid players that Tennessee was recruiting. Um, but that, maybe I'll get that, those names for you later in the week. Last thing for you guys, i got a provocative curveball I'm going to throw at you guys. Um, Josh Heupel, guys, he's coming into year three at Tennessee, kind of a miraculous debut in the SEC. If you think about all the crap he's been fighting with all this NCAA stuff. But you know what, guys? If I was Josh Heupel and uh, Brent Venables has a bad year at Oklahoma, you hear a lot of bad blood between Heupel and Oklahoma and the Stoops bros, I would leave. I would go back to Oklahoma. Well, yeah, that's where he played. So that would make some sort of sense, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's coming into year three in his job. They're still, you know, got 12 scholarships they've got him cut down on. Um, ton of visits, unofficial, official. He's got a bunch of crap. He's still fighting. He did none of this. He's on year three of the job. In my opinion, it's affecting Heupel's career. Well, it could be because he is the, the tough part is coming ahead for him now with all these you know, limits on visits and limits on uh, recruitment. Yeah, I mean, Heupel, I mean, to crystallize it, guys, Heupel could be on, going into year five of his job still dealing with this, something he had nothing to do with. Yeah, well, I mean, that's unfortunate for him, and he hasn't done anything wrong, but um, I don't know that yeah, going I mean, to I mean, Oklahoma is going to solve those problems, considering they were 6 yeah, or I mean, 7 I mean, last year. I mean, yeah. I mean I'll, I'll just leave it to you like this, guys. Billy Napier walks into Florida. He hadn't had to fight any scholarship restrictions, has he? No, no. Okay, but he still lost to Florida and Kentucky. And here we are with Josh Heupel going into year five, fighting scholarship restrictions because Jeremy Pruitt and I'd leave, man. I, I wouldn't elect, uh, affect my career. I'd just go on to Oklahoma if they offered me the job and gave me a raise because we all know Brent Venables ain't going to cut it. All right, we'll see what happens. we got to get a break. Um, I, I 
literally have no idea what he was talking about in a lot of that. But the Heifel stuff makes sense to me, though, Pat. I mean, why? He's stuck with a problem that was created by somebody else, and it's going to make his job tougher. Don't forget, if he goes back to Oklahoma, he's still in the SEC. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not going to get any easier. All right, we got to get a break in, though. We'll do that. We'll come back and talk more college football. It's going to be mostly college football today. We may squeeze in a little golf and maybe even a little tennis. You are listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew today here on ESPN WRUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
A second batch of thunderstorms is possible through the evening, especially closer to the first coast and the Jacksonville metro area. In all other spots, partly cloudy skies tonight. Lows tomorrow morning in the mid-70s. Hot and humid tomorrow afternoon. Highs in the lower to mid-90s. Heat indices near 105 with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. The other thing is, is even if you do trade Otani, we may not see the results for the Angels for a couple of years. You're going to have to live with this for a couple of years. And if he goes to the Dodgers, for some reason I had this image of Otani in those crisp white Dodger uniforms. Oh, Gorgeous. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. Uh, actually, was texting back and forth with Sully today. He's been dealing with... Uh, oh, Sully. Oh, Sully. Yeah. He's been dealing with bronchitis. He uh, has? But he did get another... Uh, portal guy. Portal guy, catcher. I... I had a whole list of things I wanted to talk about, and I left it at home. He had like he hit like twelve home runs. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, they got two catchers in now, um, so because they lost all three catchers that they had. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's not done with the portal. I will tell you that he's still working on it. Uh, but the guy that went to it's Auburn, the same thing. He you gotta you gotta have the nil money to get these guys yeah, in. Yeah, you do. Derek Fabian. Yeah. Went to Auburn. Yeah. Well, why they make it sound like he's a great get for Auburn? He. Didn't play here at all hardly this year. Played 22 games this year. He, I think he's a talented kid uh, who is not talented enough to play on this team. Yeah. And I, I, when I say that, I, his family's great. I've always had a great relationship. Well, yeah. I'm just not sure he's quite good enough to play. And I'm talking about the elite level. Last year, he, he started out really good, and then he fell off in his freshman year, and you figure, well, he'll come back. And this year, he only really only played against the bad teams. Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't play much yeah. at all. Uh, and a lot of it was that Colby Halter, such a good third baseman. Yeah. And then towards the end, Colby started hitting, too, on top of that. So it just made it impossible. And then Derek Fabian looks around, and they just signed a guy who was a third baseman at Alabama. And they hit great like player. 20 home yeah. runs. <laughs> and then, um, you know, so I, I, I just feel like he, he knew he, he was going to have to fight really hard for a starting job. And he wants to play. I don't blame him for leaving then. If you, but you it is amazing play. when you think about it. Uh, two kids who left here went to UCF. Two, I think one went to FSU. One goes to Auburn. How about going somewhere where you're not going to play the game? I know. Um, but we, we dealt with that with um, – God, I can't think of the guy's name. that played second base, I think, for Florida uh, a couple years ago. And he's played two years in a row against Florida. And if it, for FSU. But anyway, it is what it is. It's a portal. Yeah. Let's go to the phones and see what Butch has for us today. What's up, Butch? Well, here's the first thing I'd say is why do you transfer to a school like that? And the answer is I want to show the Gators when we play them 
that they made a mistake in getting rid of me. That would be my logic. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today about the portal a little bit. So Jeff Cardoza is the best Gator quarterback. I mean, there's nobody else on the planet even close to him. Okay. So when you do the portal, can you say, Jeff, we want you to guarantee us one year, two years, three years, four years. Can you put like buyout clock? I mean, I don't understand the portal enough to know. Can you put buyout clauses in it? Can you put that's a that's a great question? Like, I thought me, you got to play forever. Uh, what I thought about that today when, when um, Greg Sankey had a long, uh, very eloquent uh, discussion about transfer portal, and he didn't. But I I kept thinking that I go, well, why can't you put it in there that says, look, here's what you get. And I think most of these deals are written this way. For example, I know of a guy who's getting six hundred thousand from Florida. Okay. But it's not six hundred thousand one payment. Yeah, it's over. Course. It's over months, and yeah. if you leave, that that stops. It's so um, you do. I, I'm not saying you put it in there or in writing, but you're you're what you were going to be given is not uh, is going to stop when you leave, and then you go and yeah. get one somewhere else. Yeah. So you put a buyout in it. So let's say you got a Florida player. Florida does not have that great a year, but you got one superstar, and Georgia says. I'll buy out your NHL deal, and so that's the way. You, I mean, does that make sense? Like just like they do in the NFL, you gotta you gotta buy out of the deal, so they would have to pay Florida X number of dollars to take their yeah, guy that, away. From that'll them. never happen. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's not gonna happen. And not only that, but if they're doing that, then they're tampering, which means they are violating the rules. What few rules we have on it, I do. I will say this: the the biggest thing I think that needs to happen, and Greg McElroy brought this up, and I've been saying it for years or not years, months, about what needs to happen with NIL is there's got to be transparency. We need. We don't to, know what's going and on, and I think yeah. the coaches need to know because they need to be able to go to their boosters and go, "Look, here's what I need. We <laughs> couldn't get this guy because we didn't have enough money to give him. And here's what this school's offering. This would. Here's what this school's offering. Here's what this school's uh, you know, NIL fund is and compared to ours. And I know that Florida coaches and people in the administration have been trying to do that without getting into numbers and trying to get people to understand if you if you don't help us out with NIL, we, you can't come back and yell at us for not, yeah, for getting, not guys. getting guys. Right. I think if we had transparency, yep. and that's, that's what Greg Sankey said today. He said, look, this is not a solvable problem unless Congress gets involved. And the Congress will not, I guarantee you, will not get involved for at least two or three years. No, in the meantime, it's the Wild West out there. Anything goes. Everything goes. And in my third and final, I guess, comment, question, whatever you want to call it, media days anywhere, I mean, to me, they mean absolutely zero. I don't care what the University of Georgia coach says about the Georgia football team or Alabama says about Alabama or Florida says about Florida. Um, what good are media days? What function do they serve for anybody? Publicity for the conference more than anything. Well, I, I tell you what it serves is us, us to have something to write about. During the uh, summer, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the biggest reason for it is just to, to get a lot of, uh, like Robbie said, the, the publicity is great. I mean, it's all a lot of people are talking about all over the South. Um, but it more than anything, it's about the media having an opportunity to get stuff that is fresh after a stale summer. Yeah. But my thing now, okay. Pat, now that I'm retired from the paper and I'm, I've gotten older, I don't care about the pregame or the preseason buildups anymore. Just no. get me to the games and let me watch the games. That's 
where I'm at with that. Yeah, well, I got some good news for you, Robbie. We're only 17 days away from the first NFL preseason game. All right. <laughs> Jets and Browns. Anyway, my, my, <laughs> I'll watch that. Just to say this, just to say this as an old wore-out guy like you guys are, you know what? I don't care what you say about Georgia, what you say about Alabama. The proof will always be in the pudding. And if we keep our mouths shut and we just watch, we'll have all the answers when the season's over. Uh-oh. That is true. You have a lot of them. That's for just sure. Get to get me to the games. That's all I'm saying. All right, man. You guys be good. Thank me you. Me too. Appreciate the call. Uh, yeah. No, that's. I think Robbie and I. I was telling Karen about this because I know she didn't read the paper during those days. That you and I figured things out in our last three years, and that go to SEC media days, but don't write about any other team. Write about Florida. Write about Florida and the effect, like, go to the LSU guys and ask them about... About playing the rivalry that's growing. Playing Florida, yeah. Go to Kentucky and ask how they they can't stop the streak against Florida. Yeah. So so, we got all the hits then. Once once we figured that out, just from all the uh, click clicks that we were getting and not getting, uh, I think it was a lot more, it was a lot more fun to do it because it then definitely was. we didn't have to r- figure out, I, I got to write about this guy from gotta, Texas I, A&M. I got to do a, a centerpiece on uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> Heinz Ward. Yeah. I got one of those ones. God. On. That was when Noel Madge came to me and said, I, I need you to, you're, you're talking to Heinz Ward tonight, right? On the phone. I go, yeah. He goes, we need a big center. We need like 60 inches. Well, I go, nobody in Gainesville the is going to read that. phone for five minutes with the guy. <laughs> and so he went and he Xeroxed the the, the um, Sports Illustrated story they had just done on him and threw it on my desk and goes, here's plenty of background. And I'm like, well, they just they, – they, they, they. <laughs> Talk about a dark cloud. That nobody, was a dark cloud. Nobody in Gainesville is going to read a takeout on Heinz Ward. And he beat Florida that year. Yeah. It's a – combination player all right what i do know is we need to get a break david hold on we'll get you on the other side you're listening to the tailgate pat dooley robbie andrew today here on wruf gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on espn 98.1 fm 850 a.m wruf good afternoon i'm bennett solomon tampa bay rays continue second half action tonight as they're on the road again to face the texas rangers Rays A Shane McClanahan returns to the mound tonight after being on the injured list since June 30th. Yandy Diaz also returns to the lineup tonight after missing their series over the weekend against the Royals. You can catch coverage of the game right here starting at 7.30. Miami Marlins are also in action tonight as they take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Miami will look to rebound after getting swept by the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend. Jesus Luzardo gets the start on the mound for the Marlins and he'll go up against Miles Michaelis for the Cardinals. SEC Football Media Days began today. The event will run through Thursday, and Billy Napier and three players will have a chance to speak on Wednesday. Right now, Napier is set to speak at 2 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why 
like Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000. Plus, we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000. IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading diamond trade-up policy. So you're getting 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me in the beginning. The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We know what we're selling. We believe in what we're selling. And we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence. International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency transparency and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry our job is to keep you as a customer international diamond center at celebration point ah the good life you deserve it the pros at electronics world can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business sony yamaha marantz bryston rotel bowers and wilkins kef martin logan and more whether it's a two-channel stereo system outdoor entertainment or a home theater room with surround sound ew has what you need to enjoy the good life visit our showroom in gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net from athlete activism to athletic achievements we have you covered your home for every important sports story espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Your favorite groups here, Rob. Moody Blues. Let's oh, see. yeah. They are what, one of my favorites. Let's see what David's got for us today. David, we have four minutes. Fire away. All right. Well, I'll try to make it make it quick. Uh, first off, I'm a Steelers fan, though, so I take offense to you saying nobody in Gainesville would read an article about Heinz Ward. So well, you wouldn't have read it that day. Not that. He was at Georgia <laughs> then, not Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, throw, it, throw it up on, on Twitter, Pat. I might give it a look now. If I'll go look for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like there are, you uh, think there are any archives at the Gainesville Sun anymore? Oh my God, no. That that stuff's all gone. I if thought they did... were going to burn that place down for the insurance money. <laughs> don't say that out don't loud. Don't give them an yeah. idea. Full <laughs> <laughs> of Satchel's pizza. No, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> But uh, I wanted to ask, um, every few years you get the new team that is like the SEC kind of underdog favorite, and for a bit, you know, it turned into Old Miss, and then all that stuff came out about their coach and whatnot, and they fell down. And I'm starting to hear a lot of, like, you know, 
fan favorite stuff about Arkansas and LSU. And uh, it hasn't been the Gators for a little bit, but I was wondering, do you guys think, when do you think the carousel is going to come back around for it to be a hit pick to pick the Gators to be the surprise team? That's a good question. Uh, it's not going to be this year, even though Robbie and I are a little more bullish on the Gators than um, than most of the media out there. But I uh, think if they do win you know, eight games and show a lot of progress, next year they will be one of those teams that people are going to say, watch out for them. Yeah, because even though Florida's got a ridiculously tough schedule, so does everybody. Yeah, Everybody's got a hard schedule. It's not like the old days when, or like this year, when Georgia plays nobody and uh, can cruise to the uh, East Championship. So um, it'll be a while. I mean, I, I think, I think, I really believe in year four is when it's got to, we've got to be sitting there going, I think Florida could win We'll definitely be in the playoffs, and we'll see how they do yeah. in the playoffs. I think year three may be getting close to that. But I, yeah. I think I think Napier loves right where the program is right now, flying under the radar. I think he's he's happy there. He'll take that. Well, and they've got to get they've got to get a great quarterback before they can, and it, it with some experience. So even though Lagway, you know, is, as good as he is, as talented as he is, he needs to be developed. He needs to be developed. Yeah. I got you. Um, you know, I think that uh, our recruiting class is a good step in that direction. Um, I wanted to ask one more question. Had two, but since we're short on time, when they're upgrading the stadium, uh, like I got parents that have um, season tickets way up in the nosebleeds and everything, and they're going to be upgrading the stadium, and most likely, you know, like you're going to lose a few seats going that way. And they haven't sold out of season tickets in a few years. Do you see them? upgrading season ticket holders like currently into the newer kind of seats to fill it in or do you see them kind of telling people that if you want to um if you're going to want you're going to have to reapply for season tickets you're going to have to like upgrade yourself all right david we'll talk to you on the other side about that we got to get a break uh i do have some thoughts on that and Coach Spurrier let a one little yeah. thing slip the other day. But there are a lot of unknowns with the, with there the are renovation thing coming soon. All right, we'll talk about that and more in the second hour. But we appreciate you listening to the first hour. You get your calls in, 392-8255. Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
Now, I don't want to go to bed at night dreading waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to feel like a rusty lawn chair getting out of bed and getting opened up and not being able to really move for a couple hours really throughout the day. For former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter and those dealing with daily aches and pains, QC Kinetics regenerative pain treatments are a game changer, providing long-lasting relief. Go into a specific joint, a specific region, and then help promote that healing process using your own body's mechanisms to heal. I mean, that's been something that's pretty powerful and there's no surgery, there's no downtime. QC Kinetics natural treatments help the body heal and restore itself. No more rusty lawn chair. It's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. Pain relief the natural way. QC Kinetics. Call today for your complimentary consultation. Find out if you're a good candidate for treatment. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we're back for the second hour, brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Again, Jeff is uh, out of town today. Robbie Andrew in here with me today. Uh, Jeff should be back tomorrow, and look forward to that. And um, also Coach Spurrier will be on the podcast, as he always is, which goes up usually Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. And I, I said he let something slip. I don't know if he let anything slip. I'm, I'm you honest. better uh, guard this, though. You but not. he said it on, oh, okay. the, on the show. Oh, he said it on the show. Yeah. Okay. 
but they're going to put handrails in uh, all over the stadium, and uh, which is great for me. Um, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's kind of amazing that there are no rails in there. You just basically are having to balance yourself going down those steps. And a lot tough. of people are not in the best uh, yeah conditions for doing yeah. that. <laughs> but um, we'll see how that goes. But um, how was your weekend, Pat? My weekend was very much watching sports and other things on television. We didn't do a whole lot. Uh, we did go to a movie. We did too, Mission Impossible. We did the same thing. I loved it. <laughs> I did not. And I'll tell uh, you. It was long, but. Well, it was way too long. It was too loud. Hey, you it, sound like an old man. In, Get in off my, my day, lawn. we didn't even have talkies. Um, no, it was, it was, I just thought the script was lousy. Personally, I thought it was fine. No, I didn't like it. But I will say this: the whole thing is impossible. The, the impossible things happen, kind of. So you no. got to ride with that. No. Uh, here's and have you watched all the other Mission? I've watched them all, okay. and I watched another one. It was on that night when I got home, and I started watching. I watched it. that too, and I said, "I think this is the same movie I just saw." <laughs> no. They're driving through a, a, a town in Europe with, on his motorcycle and. And all this stuff and I car crashes. It was entertaining. It it wasn't bad. I think I thought it was going to be really good. Like it's the same way with me and Top Gun Two. Like Top Gun Two was good, and in the the cinematography was amazing, and all the great scenes of, of you know on the fighter jets and everything was amazing. But the script wasn't great. I thought it was solid. It was better than the Mission Impossible script. I think you're lowering your standards. Maybe. Yeah, because you don't you don't watch many movies. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, I I don't know. I I walked out of there and went. Eh. It was long. It wasn't it was good? I mean, it was good in in terms of the action and what you saw, but it just got to a point where it was like I felt like I felt like they were playing in cliches all yeah. the time. But now you got to wait a year to find out the end of the story, basically. Well, I don't I. Are we giving anything away by saying that? That well, it's called part one. Part one. So that should. Well, they're giving it away. I didn't know it was going to be called part one until I we, we got to the theater. Started and I went. Wait <laughs> okay. a minute. Yeah. So I knew this I is going to be like uh, what was the Avengers movie where he snapped the Thanos snapped and everybody. That was the one before Endgame. Yeah, before yeah. Endgame. So you had to wait for that. I can't, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But I didn't know that was going to happen yeah. either. And at the end of it, I'm like, that's it? And everybody goes. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. You're killed off all the everybody heroes? Goes, turns into dust. You killed off Spider-Man. Spider-Man got killed. What are you doing? I, I walked out of there disgusted. But then Endgame was great. Endgame was tremendous. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> you know, do, don't say it too loud, though, Robbie, because okay. Chris Harry will come after you. He will. The Avengers. Ant-Man. You watching (laughs) Ant-Man at home? All right. So, yeah. So that's basically what I did. I watched a lot. And I I do want to talk a little bit eventually about. What sports did you watch then? I watched a lot of golf. I I saw Steph Curry's hole-in-one. That was cool. I saw him win. I saw the Rory McIlroy win with two birdies in the last two holes. I watched Wimbledon. A lot of Wimbledon. Sunday was really entertaining. that was pretty much it. But. I did watch a lot of movies and TV shows. Um, you know what show I am? I, I am the only person I know in the world who will literally go and watch old 
and they're not on syndication, so you can't find them. Uh, Rules of Engagement. I love that show where uh, Patrick Warburton is basically playing kind of the putty role still. Yeah. You know, um, it's just the hilarious. Role. Again, it's just really well written. Yeah. I am a big fan, and th- this goes back to why the the uh, w- writers and actors are striking and everything. And I, I mean, I don't know all the details and everything, but look, if you don't have writers, you got, you got nothing. nothing. You have you have no show. I'll give you a perfect example, and that is uh, uh, Billy. I can't think of his last name. The guy who played the the husband on Mike and Molly. What's his name? Billy something. Yeah, I can't think of his last name. Whatever his name is. Anyway, so he's on a new show, right? Skinny now? Really skinny. Yeah. And almost like hard to look at, skinny. But uh, still, when it comes on, I I, I put it on because he was so funny on that show. He was a comedian before he started. But it's not well written. And it's terrible. That's no I good. never laugh out loud. I laugh. If I go watch Mike and Molly right now for 30 minutes, You'll I laugh. guarantee I'll be laughing yeah. out loud. Like Seinfeld, you're going to laugh out loud throughout that. Even though I know the joke that's coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, let's see if John's got anything to say about great TV shows. John, what's Or up? Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the original Mission Impossible. I've, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand Tom Hanks or, or Tom. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise, I. You know what Tom you know, Cruise doesn't do though? He doesn't make he doesn't make very many really bad movies. No, they're all they're well, all they're all good, good. But I I just you know Risky Business was very when his early in his career, and anything after that I just oh please a few good men come nah, on he's man. had great movies I think you're <laughs> you have something against short people maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I am short myself, so maybe that is. Uh, I'll have that Napoleon, you know, complex. So John, so John, John's theory is: if you can't dunk, you can't be good. <laughs> White man can't do something. I don't know, but uh, yeah. But see, uh, I was never a big fan of either one of the top guys. I didn't like the first one. I was okay. I thought it was good. It was all right. You know, I thought the second one was better than the first. But but I'm talking about really bad movies. He made the one Far and Away. Which I think Ron Howard directed that, right? He did, and it's awful, just terrible. That didn't have good writing. No, it was really poorly written. But other than that, he's every pretty much. It seems like he has whatever movie he does. He does, he has the same character, you know. I mean, I, I, Except I, I mentioned for Tropic Thunder. I said Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks can take anything and everything, and and I mean, the guy is brilliant. No, he can't take everything, because he couldn't take Joe versus a volcano. Yeah, that anywhere. was... A- oh, okay, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right on that one. But, I mean, you know, go go every... I mean, big, you know, you know, a, a not a real big, you know, screenplay movie, maybe it is, but it's like, what he, what he did, does in his, in his career is just is phenomenal. I mean, take oh, yeah. Cast Away... And and to 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 be able to to act on his own, I mean, you know, yeah, that was a great but great was, job. Oh, that, man, was just, that was was brilliant. That's that's one of those you got. I got to stop when it's on. You know, like when I'm flipping around, flipping around, yeah. flipping around, Castaway. Oh, I'll stop. I'll watch it for a while. Well, this co-star was a volleyball. It was Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson, right? You know what I yeah, forgot is in the very part first part of 
behind enemy lines. I, it was on the other day, and I, I don't know that I ever watched the beginning of it because I didn't see it in the theater. I didn't see it there either. So there's a scene where they're playing with this football, and they 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 have this thing kick it, and it goes into the water, and and um, uh, Owen Wilson leans over and goes, Wilson! <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. That is good. Right, that's brilliant. <laughs> Hey, uh, let's let's switch a little bit to SEC football since you guys have kind of, you know, in the yesteryears you guys had, you know, you had the meat of this. Where, where do you think that the media finishes Florida? I mean, where, where, where I think it'll be. I think it'll be fifth in the East. Yeah, right? I think Pat and I both agree on that. Because be here's the thing: fifth. you know, it's going to go Georgia, Tennessee. That's yeah. going to be one, two. Right. I think it'll be well, Kentucky, you know Kentucky I, I, and I South Carolina. I think, uh, I think South Carolina. I, I'm I'm having a with Rattler, I think the guy's going to have some. I mean, to me, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. I, he, he can prove me wrong. Say he's, you know, the same old Rattler. I think that they finished second in the East. Me, to be honest. With the you. thing about Rattler, he he showed what he can do, but he did it only in two games last year. But the it other was, eleven, when they was changed like, coordinators, yeah, and yeah, that may that helped him. Yeah. They may have cut him loose, or it may be we might as well just do whatever we want because the we're seasons, not doing anything yeah. anyway. And then they then they had those great games against Tennessee and Clemson, but uh, I was I watched the Florida-South Carolina game. That so, was just a total he annihilation. Was, he was pathetic in that game. Right. Well, what, let me ask you about Tennessee. I mean, it's like what, where the residual effect on all this probation stuff, I mean, it's not on the surface to them. What, what do you think that that does to Tennessee right now? I think it'll have zero impact on this season, Pat, because yeah, this it, season, it, it's yeah. not going to have any impact at all. And I mean, they're, the players aren't going to be thinking about that right. at all. It's not going to. They're not being punished really in any way. So no, they're, no, not, they're, they're relieved that they. Haul. I mean, it's like even though they're not going to be, you know, going to be affected. What about the coaching staff? I mean, is uh, you know, hypo is he going to be like going? Well, you know, four scholarships a year here for the next five years. Missing all these. I don't. I don't. You know what though? I don't think four scholarships are that big a deal. No, but these, these are bumps in the road that he's going to address when he gets to them, basically. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let me ask you about uh, in 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 house or whatever. Talking about the re- recruiting visits, they're losing thirty of those. But that doesn't seem like a lot. But I mean, if you're trying to like, you got to handpick and say, okay, who am I going to go visit this year? Rather than, you know, you have unlimited, so to speak, visits. I'm I'm not I'm not the coaches. I don't know, but I mean it's, you can well, have to be really look, selective on these visits. Now. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I think coaches um because of the way everything is situated now and they're they're able to correspond with guys via text, via cards and letters. I mean, the kid that just committed or not just committed, but he committed last week to Florida, they I think they sent him something like eighty five. They showed the, uh, the cards, stuff, yeah. yeah. And I don't think that was so that, that number was accurate. McDonald's I think it was bad, more than right. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could give them a McDonald's bag full of cash, but that's still against the rules. But um, but I don't. I mean, I I I'll be interested to see how much effect that does have on. But Tennessee. see, the coaches are not going to like that. If you cut back the time they have contact with prospects, they're not going to yes. like that at all. But if you, no. it, but here's the not, thing: the opponents are going to be in there selling, selling, selling. But if well, you've got, home. if you've got a a good NIL collective, whatever, could, what do you want yeah. to call it? You might be all right with that. You might say, "Hey, look, 
I know I can't come see you, but I'm going to give you a million five if you come. To right. Me. You know, and that that is what I it, mean. Uh, what, what's what keeps them kids from uh, turning on Tennessee? Going, oh, I'll go, I'll go play for Ole Miss. I'll, hey, Hugh Freeze is right down the street. I'll go play for you know for Auburn. I mean Auburn. I don't think that there this year with old Free, Hugh Freeze is going to be that great, but I mean he, he's he's still a hot commodity. It's going to you know he's going to tear it up. And I yeah, just, I don't think they have a. I don't think their quarterback play is going to be any good. Yeah, uh, that could be no. a problem. They got the that's kid from hurts, you know? from Michigan that's, State, that's which is problem. Michigan State. You might as well get a get a player from uh you know the, the Notre Dame nineteen twenty team. <laughs> uh, but. Right. Uh, and and then Robbie Ashford, who is just can't throw the ball. He's a great athlete and yeah. a really good runner. But so I don't think I think they're gonna. Yeah, in fact, I did my picks on, on WRUF today, and I picked right. Auburn six in the. In yeah, the West. I, that's what I had uh, just ahead of Mississippi State. I yeah. I think they're going to be. And the again, we don't know about Mississippi State. I will say this: there is there are, there is one lock. Georgia is going to win the East. Everything There's else, no question about that. Everything else is a uh, crapshoot, right? As far as I'm concerned, I think we all know LSU is going to be good. We all know Alabama is going to be good. How good? Um, we all. I think a lot of us feel Arkansas might have a rebound year because, you know, when you have got a quarterback like Jefferson, you got a running back like Rocket Sanders, who's a yeah. They're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to deal with. Um, and then after that, I'm just like, I don't know who else is going to be good. You know, I, A&M could surprise. Could. You know, the Petrino factor, um, it, it's interesting. Uh, Jimbo got asked about whether it would be volatile in there, and he goes, have you ever been in a coach's meeting? It's always volatile. We're always <laughs> yelling at each other. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. Hello? John, is he still there? No. He hung up and listened. Okay, well, let's get a break. It seems like a good time to do that. And it is anyway, uh, according to the clock. So we'll take a break. We'll come back and continue to talk about it. I will I will start the second segment, this next segment, with a little tennis talk. It'll be very short, brief, but I will talk about it. We are the tailgate. I am Pat Dooley. He is Robbie Andrew. We are here on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm JoJo Schillingford. The 2023 SEC Football Media Days are underway. This event will run through Thursday and will be held in Nashville, Tennessee. Florida Gators head coach, Billy Napier, will take control of the podium on Wednesday. Will Harrod, who has been an offensive lineman of UF for the past four seasons, is no longer a part of the Gators' roster. The Tampa Bay Rays have made some major Monday moves. The Rays have activated starting pitcher Shane McClanahan and corner infielder Yandy Diaz. Tampa hopes these moves will serve them well tonight against the Texas Rangers. The Tampa Bay Rays versus the Texas Rangers will be broadcast right here at 7.30. That's been your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm JoJo Schillingford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. (laughs) Not even close. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, And that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, I was thinking about this, Robbie. Today was a day I didn't like at SEC Media Days because it starts in the afternoon 
and you know you're late night you're racing to get down to the reception (laughs) which starts right at the end yeah right as soon as they don't give people time to write and it's let me tell you what I, I I know the Senior Bowl did it for a while. I don't know who I can't remember who was doing it at the end. But it was free food and beer. It was just free, yeah, free food and beer. But if you were working, you would they'd run yeah. out by the time you got down there. Yeah, that was always, but it was it was fun. And then you'd sit around with all these people and just talk yeah. about newspaper business. You'd talk about different teams. You'd find out. I remember going Seth Emerson, who's a, a great friend of ours. We were at, out to dinner with him one night and a bunch of other guys, and we were talking about both programs. And, and you just find out so more, much more talking yeah. to media guys because they're not going to sugarcoat anything. They're going to be honest. Of course, we all know less now with the way things are, with the access and all with teams. Yeah, and so. we're not around it either. No. But I will say this. there's guys. I, I, there are guys I call when I, uh, I want to make sure I'm not – like I want to write something, but yeah. I, I want to make sure it's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's always that. a good rule. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones and see what Ted's got for us today. What's up, Ted? Hey, folks, how y'all doing? Good. Um, so I have a question, and I don't quite understand how it matters anymore if you're limited by scholarships. So let's say Tennessee has, you know, four scholarships they can't dole out. What's to stop them from giving? a player that they want the equivalent via NIL money. Well, it'd be a lot of money. This, I, I think yeah, if you're yeah. talking about an education and... Yeah. Yeah, and... I uh, get it. Yeah. I mean, Georgia... Ha- but you could do Georgia, that, yeah. Georgia puts a lot of money into their football program. Tennessee does as well. I mean, seriously, if you had a guy who's like, you know what, I, I don't care. I still want us to have, you know, the, the max limit is like, uh, says Rich Donor. It's like, you know, here's five million bucks, boys. Go ahead and spend that on, uh, you know... Or players that we need here. Yeah, well, I mean that and that is what's going on. But you're also trying to get the players you do want to give scholarships to. So, um, it, I mean, it's complicated. But uh, I, I, I saw a coach, and I, I think this was a at Big Twelve Media Days. I can't remember who it was, and he was talking about, you know, we got 120 guys on our team, and and 89 of them are first or second year players. I'm like, well, wait a minute. No, you've got 85 guys on your team. You've got a bunch of walk-ons that are you going to use for practice fodder. That you can't count those as being young. Um, but that's the thing. That's what Billy's trying to do here is build up his walk-on program. Yeah, he said that was a priority when he got here. So. But Yeah, but what it, so now you're down to 81 scholarships, and maybe you'd say, hey, we're going to take five of them, and we're going to get – even if you just said we're going to give uh, – you know, you got preferred walk-on status, and it, it, you would have to find guys that their parents could handle the tuition, because it. Well, it, if they get, well, Ted is saying that you could pay for that with your NIL thing. Yeah, but you can't. You could, you I, could make up the difference by paying them a bunch of money. But where are you gonna, where are you gonna cut off your NIL money? That's the thing. I mean, so you got I mean, if you got eighty-one guys, and a lot of those guys aren't aren't gonna get a cent of that NIL money. If but like you, Ted is saying, if you're only four scholarships short for a year, you'd find four guys who would accept this NIL deal. But you could work around the problem, is what he was saying. But my point is, you would have to. It would cost you a lot of money in NIL if well, yeah, you paid a full scholarship. Yeah. I, I I don't disagree. Yes, it, it would. But there's a number of of institutions out there that would be willing to do it, and, and oh, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like what what used to happen with the Bear Bryant rule, almost. You know. Consider like scholarships as NIL in the Bear Bryant era, 
where everybody would get like, yeah, you're on baseball scholarship, you know, so you can come over here and play football for us, et cetera, before they made that rule. This this is kind of a similar situation, and I'm surprised. There, there, there must be something in how this is done that we haven't seen it yet, because why isn't Georgia just saying, you know what, yeah, you're right, well, you know, we don't have a scholarship for you, but, you know, here's enough money for it all, because I know that they got the money to do it. Well, let me let me ask you this question, and, and your point's a good point, and I I do see it, but I do also see where it financially, you know, at what point do you cut it off? But why does Georgia have plenty of NIL money and Florida doesn't have it? We don't know how much either school has. But we, we kind of know. Why does Tennessee have so much NIL money and Florida doesn't? And I think a lot of it is because – a lot of a lot of Gator fans are like, I don't want to pay. I'm already paying this much for season tickets. I don't want to pay for the players, too. And so they're not contributing to but the But what NIL. makes Florida fans different than I don't Georgia know. What, but maybe because there have been six to seven the last two years. Maybe. I, I don't think that – I don't think the, the – and, it, you know, this does not include me because I clearly care about it. I don't think the level of – care for football is the same at the University of Florida as it is at Tennessee and Georgia and Alabama and Auburn. I could be wrong about that, but I think that they care about it in a different way. More importantly, the people who have money care about it in a different way. If you have a ton of money and you went to the University of Florida, again, I could be wrong about this, but I think that you might be more apt to say, give to the Health Science Center. My gosh, they're doing some really elite things there where I can make a difference in the world again I'm, I'm probably making a lot of assumptions here but i do think the culture is such in tennessee auburn georgia alabama where they're like i don't know man i'd just rather win some football games here we'll let florida figure out the ai issues well but i will say this the uh, tennessee won the all sports trophy two years in a row so i mean it's not like they don't care about the other sports and i i don't know i i don't really and again this is why i would like to see transparency i would like to know why uh, it seems to be a bigger issue here than it is at some of these other schools. But who knows? I mean, like, until we find out exactly what is really going on and and know what guys are getting, I, I again, I think that that would be great if we finally knew what was going on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Ted. Appreciate the call. By the way, did you see what Emory Jones said at SEC or at uh, Big Twelve meeting? Probably he's a highly rated prospect. He's going to show it this year. Is no, that part of it? No, I'll give you even better. I got to find it here on my column. Um, oh crap! This is not this week's. Um, and anyway, here's what he said in in uh, to sum up. He said, "Florida has one of the toughest fan bases in the country." I didn't think I played that bad. Well, at times he didn't, but other times yeah. he did. And I, I was, he, but they got on him, and he just wanted to find a different place to go. And I'm like, well. But he was the same Emory yeah. Jones at Arizona State that he was here, exactly. pretty much. And he I lost think his job there. Too. And he's going to be the same Emory Jones at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. So he's, it's not on the fans; it's on him. No, I agree. I think he is what he is. People have been looking for a great quarterback since. Tebow, obviously, but then they got one in Kyle Trask, and uh, unfortunately, things didn't go well there at the end, but it wasn't his fault. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Henry Jones, good sometimes, 
not so good other times. Kind of like the guy he that replaced him. Let's go get Joe's call before we get to our next break. All right. All right, guys. How you doing? Good, <laughs> Joe. How are you? Good. Uh, I have a question, and I could go on and on about this this swamp of uh, uh, revenue with like remodeling and stuff. Uh, I know Pat was saying that uh, over there on West Side, that'll be the perfect spot to build a new stadium for parking and stuff because, and I think that's what they should do, build a new stadium because what I heard is they're going to shrink it to below like 75k or 65k and and fans don't really want that. Well, I, I don't think it's going to go that low. I think it's more like 80 80,000. I would think somewhere between 75 and 80 is the target, yeah. but I I'm I'm only guessing, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be below that. It would go below 75. Okay. That's good, man. Um I just I got one question and then I'm going to take it off that. Do y'all think they should redo it or build another stadium somewhere else? In in Go Gators. I'll leave it off there. All right, appreciate the call. Um, you got to look at the history of the stadium, too, Pat. You can't just throw it away. Well, yeah, and I, I just don't know. And where would you build a new stadium? Well, you'd, have to, you'd basically sell the golf course and build, put it there. Or you'd, that, that's what a lot of people have suggested that you do. But there, I don't know where you park. There'd be nowhere to park. There's too no. many residents around it. Now, I will say this. Uh, if you... Don't forget, a, a, a golf course is way bigger than a football stadium, so oh, you yeah. would be able to have, have room there. around the stadium. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. It, yeah, to me, it wouldn't be the swamp anymore. You have mm. to come up with a new nickname, the Greens. <laughs> the I fairways. wonder how different it's going to look. I mean, is it going to lose a lot of its, uh, you know? Well, I think it's going to lose a lot of its crappiness. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, it, it is kind of an archaic old stadium. It's but. real dark underneath and. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got a plan, and I, I, I'm curious to hear what it is. I know Scott Strickland's not around right now. He'll be back, I think, Thursday. And they're so very early in the stages of this whole yeah. thing that I don't think anybody knows for sure what what it's going to look like. And here's the thing. It, it is the I – don't, I'm not a big believer in off-campus facilities. I believe that Florida should build it on campus, and I don't know. I, I don't – well, technically, it is a golf course yeah, campus. it is, I guess. Because you teach but golf out there. It's not going to be the same. It wouldn't no. be the same. I, I personally feel like throw the money into the stadium, make it special, do what you did, a lot of the things you've done at the baseball stadium. Um, maybe not charge $18 for a beer, but or 16 I think it is, actually. God. Um, but anyway. Too much. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That that is a good question that we 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 talked about a little bit last week. But wonder uh, what year this whole thing would take place. When would when would it be complete? Oh, I think I think Scott told me four to five years okay. before they'd be done, and it would be done during the off season for every year. You do a little bit more. You do a something else. You know, maybe, so you'd be able it, to play games in the yeah, stadium. Yeah, you wouldn't lose any games. Okay. I think that's the plan. All right, we gotta get a break. I know that. And we'll come back with more here on the tailgate here on ESPN WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes. 
It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A second batch of thunderstorms is possible through the evening, especially closer to the first coast and the Jacksonville metro area. In all other spots, partly cloudy skies tonight. Lows tomorrow morning in the mid-70s. Hot and humid tomorrow afternoon. Highs in the lower to mid-90s. Heat indices near 105 with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on contests. There you'll find the Rays summer heat wave. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, your home for Rays baseball. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here. I did. I, I meant to talk about. Um, hey, Tony Barnhart's on TV. I was going to talk about tennis. Yes, he need to hit your button that says you're talking. Tony's looking good. He is good for him. Yeah, this is the time when I would have been on probably on Feinbaum right now. So I don't miss that either. I I love Paul, but I don't miss that. Why don't either. you date him if you love him? <laughs> but I watch more tennis this week than I probably watched in 15 years. And that I, final was great. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know what I watched? And I'd, I'd forgotten that it even came out because I never saw it in the theater, was Borg versus McEnroe. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, Shia LaBeouf and pretty much the only guy that was really recognizable in the movie. Um, but it was really pretty good. It was yeah. – and, and it and – it was all about the Wimbledon final with eighteen sixty and a tiebreaker, and so I said, you know what, I I really did like tennis at one point in my life. Of course, I was well. I was back in the heyday with Everett and, and Connors, I was, and I was married Borg. to a uh, tennis pro. Yeah. So, um, but I watched a lot of it. You're right, though, Robbie. That finals and the last game, the the show that uh, Carlos Alvarez, <laughs> Alvarez, Alcarez. I, I thought about texting Carlos, Carlos and, going, and going, "Hey, nice Wimbledon win!" Yeah, but uh, the I mean, it, it was amazing the tennis he display he put on. It was just, it was fun to watch. It and really I, was. It brought me back to tennis, and now I get it. Somebody, I'm gonna root for that guy. Twenty years old. He, they're saying he's gonna majors. be the next superstar soon. Maybe. I think he maybe already is. I don't think Djokovic. I, I will say this: I'm not a big Djokovic fan. Uh, he was so classy though in defeat. I thought he was. Great. Uh, he was great. Yeah. I usually not. I was, to be honest with you, I was rooting for the other guy. It seemed like the crowd was too. No, I think they were more. Uh, they were kind of split, but I think there was more people that wanted the Joker to win because they were chanting Rafa, Rafa, and all that. I don't know. Let's get to the phones. Ryan's up. What's up, Ryan? How we doing, gentlemen? Good, Good. Ryan. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Welcome. Glad to have you back, Robbie. Oh, thanks. Good to hear from you. Hey, I just, uh, in the first hour, there's two things that came up that I was going to uh, mention. One, the cattle turd uh, said that <laughs> he typically is a second-hour caller, and I just wanted to petition that maybe we can make him a third-hour caller. We could work, it, work that out, maybe. Maybe we'll just cut it down, because I, I heard AS, ESPN may take the first hour out of game day, so... Maybe we'll just take the first hour or second hour out of the show. Something like that, or just let's see, see if he'll just get him to call on the weekends. Maybe I don't know. Just <laughs> have him leave just, a message you know, every day. <laughs> well, I mean, when he, days, I just don't understand half of what he was. Yeah, half exactly. of what he was That's, saying yeah. today. Yeah, I, I don't get what he was complaining about Spur for doing I, the right I, thing and saying I don't guys are cheating. Yeah, he's got all he's, his whatever, stupid yeah. nicknames. Totally didn't make sense. But and then the other thing, Robbie, if I heard you correctly and I apologize on behalf of all Gator fans, uh, but I think you said you had to go cover that Freedom Bowl. Yeah, I did. Donald uh, Douglas mm -hmm. ran like eighty yards for a touchdown early in the game. First play. Yeah. 
first play well for Florida, yeah. And the thing is, it was hard to, hard to concentrate on covering a game because all the Spurrier stuff was breaking from the night right. before. Yeah, his last game yeah. was the night before. They got destroyed. Yeah, and so did Florida the next day. <laughs> yeah, Emmett took his pads yeah, off at halftime. That was definitely one that y'all because y'all were talking about some of the '80s stuff and the you know bands and and that's one that I think we all wish we had a bowl band that year. Oh uh, yeah, no was, no question. That was rough. How about last year? That would have been a good bowl band to have. <laughs> no, that would have been. Yeah, it was that you know because it was like the New Year's Eve Eve and it's the whole everything. There's a lot of family around. I still remember I had an aunt that. He had bought this, like, it was actually a little bit chilly here, and she had bought this sweater, Freedom Bowl, had all that stuff on there. And I think about three days later, I saw my uncle using it to change the oil. You know, like, <laughs> That's what it yeah, was worth. <laughs> not keeping that one around. But um, on your movie take there, Pat, uh, like on the Top Gun stuff and some of that, the Mission Impossible, like Robbie tried to spell it out for you. I don't think they're trying to win Emmys. I mean, I don't think there's, like, you know, Oscars on the line. I don't think there's, like, you know, it's not Schindler's List and Notebook. I mean, it's, like, feel good. Uh, just exactly. A good movie that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we, walked out of the movie, when we walked out of the movie on Saturday, all I saw was that was just pure entertainment. That's what it was made for, and that's what it was. It's funny. That that was not the attitude that Karen and I had when we walked it was out. Inter- it was entertaining. We just walked out and said that was not that good. So everybody, hey, look, it's just like with music. You're you're allowed to like what you like and and not like what you don't like. I did. Karen did tell me that there was a um, there was a story that that apparently Tom Cruise has taken all these a, you know action roles and everything, and uh, a lot of it is because he just he doesn't care anymore about making great, uh, you know. Uh, like you said, like Schindler's List. He doesn't want to make Schindler's List because everybody turned on him over Scientology, and so now he's just going to take as much as he can. I don't know if that's true or not. But Well, uh, I know I one know thing. When, when there's, Karen he, read he it on the, the internet. It's got to be, be true, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think about the movies he's made, and it's similar to Top Gun. They they all, to me, have the same result. When, you, when Days of Thunder got over, you wanted to go get in your truck, and you wanted to jam the gears, and you wanted to be going 190 miles an hour on the way home, shifting gears, right? And when you left that, the, what do you what do you play the, for Georgia? <laughs> but I agree. I, I felt the same way. I, I covered the Daytona 500 like that year, and then I watched the movie. I was like drafting people on the interstate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, color of money. We all wanted to go shoot pool and try to, you know, win some dudes over. And like, what was that bartender movie he did? It's Cocktail. Like, oh, Cocktail. I mean, like. Yeah, it's just feel good. Yeah, just, you know. Just, you know what I'm not going to entertain for a few hours. You know what I'm not going to do? Drive a motorcycle off a cliff and parachute. <laughs> no, <laughs> I watched the thing on how they did that, and they actually it they was amazing. Pra- they practiced it with a harness on, yeah. around him for yeah. a, a lot of long time, and then then they then did it. Was, but I mean, it does seem to be a death wish that he wants to die on camera. Because I, I was just about to say, the other option is he has a death wish because he's doing all most of his own stunts. He loves the parachute. There's no question about that. I mean, it it is pretty amazing. Skydive. Some of the stuff, and that is, I will, look. Here's the thing. It's not like like you said, Robert. You were entertained by it. I was entertained by it. I just wanted more out of. You the were story. thinking too much. Just sit there and watch it and enjoy. I it. think I do. I you know, when you've got a brain like this, it's constantly. There's no real it. message in that movie. It's just <laughs> entertainment. There's a message, and that is don't mess with Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah, Gabriel's Since stuff. I'm all, 
since I'm all a five foot six with platform shoes, I can make fun of him. Say he'll probably die walking into a bar. We'll just go with that. <laughs> well, you you can make fun of him. You, you at five foot six, you're you tower over Tom Cruise. That's right. I'm looking down on my man. I love those Family Guys where they have the little mini Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Don't that uh, you had a caller bring up the NIL stuff and like the fundraising and who cares? Like, I'll be honest, I I love me some Gator football. I mean, there ain't nothing there is nothing better, and I can't. I mean, I'm every year right now. I'm already thinking about what am I setting up outside? Where 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 we you know the TVs and the get-togethers and all the things. Like, I'm always thinking about that. And but I love my family and my youngins and every, my house and everything else more. I I I don't make enough money to contribute to this kind of stuff. So some kid can come in here and drive a Camaro. I just, I'm not doing it. I'm going to just hope for the best. Well, and I understand that. Well, Ryan. A lot of people are just a lot of people dudes. in the same situation as you, Ryan. That you know, you can't just can't afford to give money away like but that. But my point is, they seem to be able to do it at other places. And and um, I don't know if it's uh, you know, obviously at Miami, there's one guy that seems to be funding a lot of this. But you know, um, there's a lot of places like Tennessee and Georgia where they they've got multiple boosters now tennessee lost a booster during this and i don't know who it was but they did have to disassociate themselves from one guy his name was ben hill griffin the (laughs) fourth well you know like i said i don't know and you want to think that we're doing it all above the board and we always have you know places they're you know they're doing the mcdonald bag thing which we know is actually has happened so i don't know but i just know for me it's just i'm just gonna have to just hope that somebody else ponies up, you know, and we, and we get the dude or they just, you know, Napier builds something to the point that kids just want to come here and play for the old-fashioned reasons, you know, and, and play for the for the you know, pride and play to, to get better, maybe go to the NFL and make their money there and not make millions as a college student, supposedly. Yeah, that's, it's not the way it works anymore, though. That's the sad I part know. of it. It's a sad part of it. I mean, it's but it is the way it is now. The sad thing is coaches are saying these great facilities don't mean anything now compared to – it's all about NIL. Yeah, you got to have the NIL. Doesn't matter how nice your facility, doesn't matter how much your stadium is, doesn't matter how, how much your fans uh, pack the stadium, doesn't matter what your tradition is, it matters what your NIL is. And that's the Yeah, it worked for LSU in baseball this year. That's it sure did, yeah. It did. Yeah, we got to get out of here, Ryan. We can take Ryan. our last you break. Know. Appreciate the call. We'll do that, then we'll come back and wrap it up here. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew here on the tailgate on WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm JoJo Schillingford. Khalil Jackson, who is a rising third-year sophomore, has been promoted to the scholarship roster by the Florida Gators. Jackson, a wide receiver for UF, was frequently placed as a backup during the 2022 season. But now, he will have the opportunity to come to the forefront for his team. The Atlanta Dream, who are currently third in the WNBA Eastern Conference Division, will be taking on the Minnesota Lynx tomorrow at 7 p.m. The Miami Marlins face back-to-back losses from the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend, but they hope to put their losing streak to an end tonight. The Miami Marlins face the St. Louis Cardinals at 7.45 p.m. at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. That's been your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm JoJo Schillingford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC. At Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball, ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right. I did want to mention this, Robbie. Um, really touching tribute that um, Craig Sankey did today for Michael Leach. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was really nice. And he was talking about how he and Mike Leach had this conversation about why did Ty survive and Powder Wiggs didn't. I mean, <laughs> that, good point. that is so Mike Leach. It is so Mike Leach. And it's like when he, when he, like, I can go back and look at my texts, and I, I don't want to because I haven't gone back and looked at anything since he passed away. But um, one one discussion we had was very much about raccoons, and <laughs> you know, just about how he 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 follows them around sometimes to see where they live. And yeah, I mean he he was a different soul, man. He was a great guy. 
Just I love when we talk about getting married when somebody's going to get married last yeah. year. Remember that whole thing was great. Tell them what you oh, need well, to do. Oh, you know what was was um, was um, the girl, the woman, I should yeah. say, who is on the SEC network and Alyssa Lang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, no, he was the best, and and so Greg Sankey didn't wear a tie today in honor of him, and. We just said Scott Rabelais and uh, Tony Barhart didn't get the memo. They're wearing ties. I know. Nobody should wear hats and ties. It's not a. It doesn't look right. Yeah, I remember. I went through a spell where Noel Nash's name is going to come up again. Noel Nash said, "You know, I wanted to be the columnist after Bianchi left." He goes, "You know, y'all, y'all start wearing a tie." So nobody's going to see you. I wore a tie. I wore a Beatles uh, Sergeant Pepper's tie. So it, I don't think it really had much that effect didn't, on that. He wasn't looking for that. No. But I, I used to wear – I wore a tie. It's hard to believe. Now if I have to get out of shorts, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I hate that. Um, much less a tie. Yeah, tie. God. That's why I hate Funerals weddings and weddings. Now. That's it. I hate weddings now. You know, luckily I haven't – They take forever. You know, I was thinking about this too today. We only have two minutes left on the show, so I, I, I do want to bring this up. Wouldn't you hate to be friends with Philip Rivers? Because if you're really good friends with Philip, you're talking about ten birthday gifts every year. Ten birthday gifts. <laughs> ten Christmas. Ten gifts. graduations. Yeah. Ten. If you haven't heard, his wife is expecting their tenth child. Imagine if they six of those are girls. The cost of weddings for him coming up. He Later even knows night. Mormons who are saying, stop. Yeah, time to stop. Yeah, that's enough of that. Um, well, he had yeah. kids when he was in college already, remember? Yeah. So the kids can take care of the kids. Well, yeah, now. You, yeah, that's yeah. But, I, I, you know, because we get, we get about two or three a year, you know, like graduation. Yeah. So Karen always writes but a check out. But 10 kids. In fact, your daughter uh, yeah. was one of them. That was really nice, too. Well, no, no big deal. But, I mean, we just we, I'm just saying, we get about two or three of those a year. Can you imagine getting ten of them? Like he sends you ten birthday party <laughs> invites, and, and you have to bring a gift. Yeah. You'd, like, go broke being friends with Philip Rivers. You could. I also had this revelation last night. What happens when you burp and you keep your mouth shut? Where does it go? What were you drinking last night? By I the had way? one beer. Okay, whatever. What what happens when it you burp? It goes back inside and it comes but back. Where does it go? Back into your gullet. Then it'll eventually come out somewhere else, maybe. I just don't. I'm you, trying to figure out things. Maybe you weren't drinking. Maybe it was something else you were on last night. No, I was just. <laughs> we, I had one beer. Well, you know, we went to a, a place we'd never been before, and the food was pretty good. It was, uh, and you like it so much when Asian. you burped up, you wanted to keep it. That's what happened. Well, when I burped, I didn't burp like you do. Bells go. Rawr! I just went. I'm going to hold this in, and then I went. Wonder where that goes. Why doesn't it come out your nose? Okay, Seinfeld. <laughs> hey, when I I'm, I am honing my act for when I become. And a here you're complaining about the storyline in uh, Mission Impossible. What's yes, the deal is. with people? Driving all over trying to find good parking at a health club. <laughs> you should walk as far as you can. See, I, I, I can go all day with these. Okay. All right, Robbie, great having you on board. Thanks, Pat. Jeff will be back tomorrow. No show Wednesday because of the Rays game, but we'll be back tomorrow. Till then, I'm Pat Dooley for Robbie Andrew. We're deep, way back, and out of here. 
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 